Welcome to 40N. I'm Annie. And I'm Ellen. We're here to talk about mental health, gossip, and everything in between. Settle in. It's time for your weekly dose of psychobabble and other shit. Hi, everyone. Just a quick note that due to coronavirus, we have actually moved our support groups online temporarily. Well, for as long as the social isolation mandates go on. So the good news is that anyone can now join in our support groups, whether you live in Los Angeles or not. Um, As long as you're in California, please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to be there for you at this time, which has been so hard for everyone. Uh, Our website is www.gemmed.ngo. Look forward to talking to you soon. All right, welcome back to another episode of Freudian. We're so glad to have you join us. We are two sisters talking about mental health and other shit, and today we're going to cover the topic of fat phobia, which is very apropos given... Um, all the conversations that are currently happening around the Black Lives La- Black Lives Matter movement and how that's closely tied into um, acceptance of all bodies. Like, they're very related. So I'm definitely excited to have this conversation. Yeah, me too. I love talking about this. Yes. Oh, my God. And if we have time, we'll get into, like, we did, um, like, a school presentation when was it? Was it like a half a year ago? No, it was in February. It was at was the it end really? of yeah. It was at the end of February, um, right before coronavirus was. And it's a it's like a private school in um, like Beverly in, in Los Angeles. And we gate when we talked about fat phobia, and they were just like not here for it. They were oh so defensive, God. so fat phobic, and um, like like blatantly. Yeah. So if so. we have, if we have time, we'll get into that. If not, we can talk yeah, about anyway, it. The point is, alive, it's alive and well. <clears throat> it's um, a, yeah. So in and, today's youth, yeah, in today's yeah, youth, children yeah, are not the future. Yeah, seriously. I know. It's like everyone's like Gen Z is so great. I was like, not, not these not ones. These ones. <laughs> they were literally the worst people ever. Okay, so let's get in before we get into that. Um, let's talk about highs and lows. Um, what was high, your high and low of this high, week? High and low. I guess my high was watching the Hamilton musical. I knew that was going to be your high. Really? Yeah. Um, I just had a feeling. That's what you're going to say. I just had a feeling. Um, Well, I just love musical theater, and um, I had never seen it before, and I was impressed. I thought I was going to be... I was impressed, to say the least. I was impressed. Um, Well, I thought I was going to be disappointed. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I did, and I really enjoyed it, Um, and it was like a really fun... It's been a minute since I've seen something where I was like, this is just like so fun to watch. And I really felt like I was like just enjoying myself while watching it. I just really did. There was like a couple movies that I always have. That is like the first Twilight movie. I remember when that came out. Those were, they put all the Twilight movies on Amazon. Oh, did they really? On Amazon Prime. Yeah, I saw it. It Hook it up, boys. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Hook it on up, boys. Um, But yeah, like there's a couple movies that I always have that like, I'm like, I could just like watch this forever. You're like, yeah. Is um, Hamilton now one of them? No, it's definitely not. but But I definitely, but like in terms of not, not watching that forever, but like just like, I'm really enjoying watching this. Yeah, like I'm, thoroughly. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Because there's so much content now that, you know, everything's good, but yeah. not everything's great. Yeah. You know? Totally. So that was that was nice. And then my low is what we'll talk about in our other section <laughs> with my, like, literally insane neighbors that, like... They may be able to hear us talking right now. I hope they can. I'm um, scared. <laughs> and They're insane, and we are scared. And it's oh it's God. just crazy. Beyond. So we'll beyond. tell... So we'll Annie will regale that insane story. Yeah. 
Okay, my turn? Yeah. Okay, thank God. Um, <laughs> okay, my high is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was my high. I don't know why I had to check. Yesterday, I cleaned my whole house, and it was glorious. Yeah. I cleaned it from top to bottom, scrubbed, mopped, swept, vacuum, room sprayed. Um, so I wanted to do it before the weekend. I can't believe, like, it... Yeah. yeah, and sometimes, like, sometimes it just hits me, and, like, I won't I do it for I a while. You, you were like, I'm cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> I talk, and you hung up. I was like, is an alien in your mind? Yes, like, it's <laughs> what happens every once in a while, and I just wake up, I'm like, I have to do it right now. So it was, like, was, it, the, did the it was a Thursday. Just, like, reach? Yeah, I just was like, yeah, I knew I had to do it before this week, by this weekend, and I was like, I do not want to spend my Saturday doing yeah. this tomorrow. And so, yeah, I'm so excited to be in my super clean home. Mm. So that's that's definitely a high. Um, my low is that Hammy, my cat, has some like eye goopy coming out of his eye, and I'm worried about him. And fine. well, it's so funny because usually I call about everything related to Hammy, and like my family doesn't want to listen. And no, we just like don't <clears throat> get on the panic train with you. Well, but like also like my dad in particular has a history of just like anytime I'm like somewhat worried about something Hammy's doing, it's like oh my god, Ellen, stop, he's fine. But on the on the reverse, like my dad with his cat, everything Nikki does, like oh, Nikki, blah, blah, blah. he's like he's just a little guy. <laughs> So anyway, I called my dad about this yesterday, fully expecting to be like, I'm hanging up the phone now. When I was like, he has eye goobies. Um, and he was like, well, like, we'll just keep an eye on it. And like, you know, just monitor him. And I was like, why are you being so nice? Like, you should be yelling at me. And then I called you, Annie, and fully expected to be like, oh my God. And you were also like, hey, like, it'll be okay. And then you like called later in the afternoon to check up on him. And I was like, what? I was so confused when you called. I was like, what's up? And you're like, oh, just seeing how ham he is. I was like, what? I was like, oh, he's fine. I was, I was shooketh, to say the least, that my family actually does care. We do. <laughs> we do. So that was just like some funnies. <laughs> some Cooney family stuff. Yeah, this is like classic Cooney family stuff. Okay, let's get into it. Followed We're... by later that night when you had determined that you had leukemia. <laughs> so things swung right back in the pendulum in the other Oh yeah, direction. I'm having a lot of nosebleeds. Oh yeah, you're having nosebleeds, so you must have leukemia. It's not my fault. That's the first thing that comes up when you search nosebleeds. <laughs> Why is that the first thing that comes up? I don't know. It was like, it was like frequent nosebleeds and, and bruising. And I like bruise like an apple. Or like, you're just anemic and that's why you're bruising. Tee Have you been taking iron? Tee oh, I get, get the fuck out. I, I forget. Even, oh my God. Literally. <laughs> no. This is why I get angry with you. This exact scenario. No. Feel, feel sorry for me. <laughs> the sorry wall's been dried up. No. No. <laughs> I need that well. One more please, job. please, just, just, just one, just one more, just one more little bucket, please. I need it. I need pity. It's the only thing that keeps me going. Okay, we're rushing through highs and lows today because we really want to just like get into this topic. Yeah. So we shall get into it. All right. So today in our psychobabble, we're going to talk about fat phobia um which everyone gets all like i'm not fat phobic but because it sounds so immediate well, it's a you know it's like it's like you're fat phobic well and racist, well and also know. my thing is like people have a very adverse reaction to the word fat to begin with oh yeah if you say it around people like i started saying it more just as a way mm-hmm. of like like people get weird yeah they do like their eyes go like <laughs> funny 
like yeah. where they're like, they, did like, you just, up. yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. did, you know, in their mind, I'm thinking like, did she just say fat? You yeah. can't, like, it's not like a curse word. It's not a curse word. Yeah. And it's like, and but we've like used it as that because we've hurled it like as an, fat. as an insult. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. And used it as a way of like describing something bad versus just like. Or being a descriptor. This body is thin. This body is fat. This and hair is brown. This hair is blonde. Yeah. These eyes are blue. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. hundred percent. Which is like not just us doing that. Like this is part of a movement by people who um, live in bigger bodies and self-identify as fat. Um, yeah. They are working. Um, it's like a thing to like reclaim the word fat and like stop making it like a bad word. It's not a bad word. It's not yeah. a bad thing to be fat, to have fat, mm-hmm. um, to associate that with your body shape or size. Like it's just it's just a it's adjective. Just a, it's an adjective. It's a descriptor. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's a it's I think it's Simone Mariposa who's like, she's like yeah I'm fat like can't make me feel embarrassed about something I'm like you know that, accepting that I towards. and also that just like I am yeah. like yeah. it's not okay so just by definition the idea um, fat phobia is the idea of treating someone differently, i.e. worse, because of their weight. And it's, fat phobia in general is the fear of being fat, a fear of gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that is very internalized. And people think, well, I'm not, I'm not scared of, I don't know, I just feel like people be like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not scared of being fat. And it's like, well, yeah, our society has made it like everyone's, a crime. Uh, no, everyone's everyone scared. I would, I would argue, <clears throat> like, when we talk about fat phobia, you cannot say i'm not fat but it's a it's it's similar to like the anti-racist kind of work Mm -hmm. of like we're all built within a system that has been systemically racist for such a long time that you you cannot say like you know it's not enough to be like not racist right and everyone has we have to be like anti-fat phobic well yeah and to and and to and to come to terms with and like realize our own internal prejudices because we all have them and like Mm -hmm. you just have to talk you have to talk about them you have to come to terms with it like and you have to notice them and yeah I think that's the biggest thing is noticing them because I think a lot of times we'll like stuff it down and just be like well because we no one wants to talk about it well and when we do this topic in our um groups as well it gets like super testy like uh, like uncomfortable I would say more than anything it's like because people, understandably, like don't necessarily want to say like the um, the associate the implicit like associations they have with fat bodies mm-hmm. and yeah like oh I'm not I don't think that mm-hmm. no I don't think that and it's like oh really well then w- what's the problem with gaining weight then you yeah know? why do you have an eating disorder yeah why do you, exactly well in um, in terms of like if you know it's a very thin anorexic girl it's like well. The, what are you so scared of? Well, even just eat. But even even people <clears throat> in larger bodies can absolutely. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. A lot of internalized fat phobia of like I'm already like past the limit. I'm gross. I'm uh-huh. disgusting. All that kind of uh-huh. stuff. And when we start to get into it, it's and when people actually like take the time to sit with those uncomfortable feelings and what's coming up for me and what do I think about this? It's like oh, like I assume that like people who are fat like are lazy. You know, and mm-hmm. I assume that people who are fat, um, you know, no one will like them or they're not going to Or I know yeah. that people who are fat are treated differently. Exactly. And yeah. I, I, I see that in my daily life mm-hmm. on in restaurants um, and on airplanes, just mm-hmm. out on social media. And like, I don't, I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so people know like the very real things that are associated with fat phobia and the way that our society treats fat people. So it's like, 
well, I don't want to do that because then that's going to happen to me. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, if you don't want that to happen to you, then what are you doing to prevent that from happening to other yeah. people? And to speak um, up about it. And speaking up about it. So then the tenets of kind of like being anti-fat phobic or at least fighting fat phobia mm-hmm. is embracing the term fat as a descriptive term and not a negative term or something to be avoided. And obviously, like, I wouldn't like walk around the street and be like, hey, you're a fat person. Like, you know, it's like not everyone's com- not everyone who lives in a bigger body is comfortable with that yeah. descriptor term. So it's definitely something you want to check with someone before you start having... Like a play off of their language, obviously. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Kind of basically underneath everything, it's the idea that you cannot tell a, person, a person's health status yeah. by looking at them or their weight. Like there is number one, obviously it's none of your fucking business. And then number two, which everyone, which people think it is. People think it's their fucking business to tell people who are in larger bodies like, oh, you're really unhealthy. As if they've like seen their labs. It's like shut. Well, and that's the number one thing. It's like, okay, so what's wrong if a person um, has fat on their body, right? You know, like what's wrong with that? And then a person who is just like, you know, so people who are so like fat phobic and testy about this, Mm -hmm. would be like, well, they're leading an unhealthy lifestyle. And it's like, A, how do you know? And B, like, why do you care? Like, does it affect you? Are you living inside their body? Are you dealing with whatever health consequences you think they're having? It's like, why the fuck do you give a shit? Yeah, and when, and again, this was another thing where it was at that school, it was just like, and it was only only the boys. Only the boys. Only the boys. Where the biggest problem with None women of the girls said shit. being in bigger bodies. Yes. Like we showed stuff of Lizzo and they were like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Like she um she's glorifying like obesity. Yeah. yeah obesity. On, on, and like yeah. and how can she? And like she's gonna die soon. I was like, What? Yeah, what? it was ridiculous. Um yeah. but it's like but so so number one, there's obviously been like in within the medical community an enormous amount of attention on weight as like such a determining factor in people's health and slowly but surely that is becoming less of a predictable factor Mm -hmm. and the haze movement the health at every size movement is taking more into consideration that number one like the bmi is not an accurate determination of um someone's health Mm -hmm. right it's just a ratio of like height of a weight or weight or whatever and it was it's not individualized at all right like so it was developed in like Belgium in the 1800s for for white men only white men only and in Belgium and (laughs) in like the and for mass statistical um census purposes so it was just like a huge quantitative tool to take in information and it was not meant for health and it was not meant to be individualized at all and unfortunately, the medical community just doesn't have anything better, you know, as like some sort of like quick number, but it's, it's just super duper subjective. And then number two, there's so many other factors that go into someone's health that are far more determinant than weight, right? So like, for sure, like weight, absolutely, if you and your doctor have a conversation about this, can have a determinant on some health risks. For sure it can, yes. But is it the only thing that goes into it? Uh, absolutely not. And if you are to statistically control for all the other factors, which are poverty is the hugest yeah. one, right? Poverty, stress levels, chronic stress levels, and current stress levels, childhood trauma, and genetics, and then weight. So those five different factors, weight is like the least important. Right. You know, with the other ones, like genetic and poverty being the most determinant in terms of health mm-hmm. um, and health issues. But... People just want to do what's easy and they want to say, oh, they're overweight, overweight, quote unquote, or they're, you know, in a larger body. So that's why they're having all these issues. And the thing that like 
is like the crux of it for me that it's just like I want to scream is like why is like health the term health like why is Mm -hmm. like why is that the determinant of like worth Mm -hmm. in our society and it's like well they're not healthy so that does that mean that they're not worthy like like why is everyone so concerned about everyone other's health of people that aren't in their family and that they don't know and have they seen in the street and two even if they aren't healthy like they, okay, someone That's who has ableist. someone who has cancer isn't healthy. So yeah. does that mean they are less than in right. our society? Mm-hmm. It's like, what does healthy mean? Like, it, it's become just this like stupid lob term that people like to do as like a be all end all to the fat phobic argument, where it's like, yeah. well, fat people aren't healthy. Yeah, it's like and and like, well, they're unhealthy. Well, and number one and two, they absolutely can be. No, I know, but no, I know, but like that, but it, they don't want to hear that part. Yeah. But also, like that's like their mic drops. Like they, and it's like, so what if they aren't healthy? They're still a human. Yeah, they're exactly. still a person mm-hmm. who has goals and dreams. And just because they aren't healthy doesn't mean like what do we gotta, you gotta like euthanize them? Yeah, like exactly. anyone who isn't healthy has to die. Like okay, yeah, person, yeah. thin person with diabetes. I guess Nick Jonas has to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like think about all the other like things. Like someone with mental health issues yeah. so every, everyone now wants to identify that they have anxiety and so if you yeah, think yeah. anxiety is mental health and like you're not healthy then yeah. you know and if you're if you're fat phobic and you have anxiety it's like well you're not healthy either bitch yeah bitch <laughs> Okay, so I think the reasons particularly American society is so hung up on like like oh, fat people oh, you know like oh my gosh like I, I don't want to gain I don't want to gain weight and like we're so fat phobic is because and we're so worried about it is like we talked about in the beginning people who are overweight I mean I don't like to say overweight because it's like over what weight but mm-hmm. people who are living in a larger body in American society are treated completely differently from someone in a thin body you yeah. see it at restaurants um if two people are like eating a cheeseburger or whatever at McDonald's like someone's gonna walk in and they're kind of like implicit bias is going to be very different towards the thin person Mm -hmm. versus towards the bigger person and if you just think about like i mean you can talk to anyone who's living in a larger body and they all have stories about oh when i went out to eat like for sure all these people were looking at me making Mm -hmm. comments people people come up to them them, and be like you shouldn't be eating that like i just want you to be healthy like set a better example for your children um and on planes i like my heart breaks every time I see a person in a larger body coming onto a plane mm-hmm. because you I'm so like I try when that happens to like sort of like if it's like southwest and to choose your own seat I try and like not that I don't know maybe this is my own it's not fat bowie but maybe this is me going over the top over I try and just like like look at them or smile at them at least to know if there's a seat next to me like you're welcome to sit here because yeah. so many people um will refuse to sit next to yeah. a fat person on a plane mm-hmm. will make a huge huff and puff deal about yeah, it yeah, yeah. oh oh they're, they're they're taking too much weight and it's like the 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 issue that you're concerned about the person who you're like so worried about in the bigger body is feeling this tenfold they are so yeah. ashamed mm-hmm. they know everything they, this is their worst fear of flying on yeah. an airplane they're feeling all of this and you made it exponentially worse yeah um, it's like that commercial that got like replayed a little bit during the beginning of like the black lives matter movement i don't know if you saw it it was mm. like in like the 90s i want to say where it was like this woman who was sitting next to this black guy and she's like Oh, 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 she's yeah, like yeah, yeah. This huge, and she's like, I can't sit next to a person that looks like this. And she's like, I demand a different seat. And the stewardess goes away and then she comes back. Yeah. 
and she's like i spoke to the captain and we have an open seat in first class because no one should have to sit next to such a disgusting ugly person and then yeah. she takes the black guy and like and brings, brings him, him up to first, class. first class and the lady's like "Ooh, yeah yeah and, and the lady's like mm, mm, yeah. Thing, yeah and but that's exactly yeah like, and that it's repeat that read that yeah repeat that scenario with this it's like you know yeah. please like check check yourself before you wreck yourself with yeah. like your bullshit yeah around like that kind of piece yeah it's like and then first of all you're on you're, you're on a plane <sighs> shut the fuck up if it's if you are if you are that much of a nasty person then pay for a bigger seat in first class right if you really if you're so concerned about it or, or or if or you're so worried about, about or buy five dollars why don't you buy two seats yeah, you know seriously. like they need to buy two seats it's yeah, like why don't you buy two seats yeah, so if you have to sit next to yourself yeah if you so, mean yeah it's so stupid yeah it's so awful and then you know it's like let's think about the other ways in which um, people in a larger body are like prejudiced or or face prejudice in romantic relationships, yeah. you know. But it's so interesting though, because and I love how um, people, certain people on Instagram will talk about this around how publicly, um, it's, this is uh, from a woman's perspective, but publicly men will be like, oh, I would never yes. like be with a fat woman, but they get a fuck ton of like DMs and requests around like fetishizing mm-hmm. them and like mm-hmm. being in a sexual relationship yeah. a relationship with them privately but not publicly yeah right? yeah it's like statement like my body is not your fetish yeah like yeah they won't admit publicly or like they that don't want to be seen yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. want to exactly it's so because like society says like you know because it get looked at funny yeah, yeah. in public and all this stuff and like you know like clothing sizes mm-hmm. um in the grocery store people um who i've talked to who are in a larger body talk about being in a grocery store and ever and they're so con- it's like they're already so concerned about what's in their car yeah um at least on like from like an eating disorder perspective but then everyone is like looking at them and like mm-hmm. looking at their cars and like i can't imagine what that's like because when i go in a grocery store i just go around the grocery store yeah. and like i don't look at other people's card mm-hmm. but like i can't imagine what it'd be like to have like it's just like all eyes are on you all the time yeah. mm-hmm. over what you're eating and putting in your body and, and what you're doing right and, by people yeah. who you don't know who you will never know yeah strangers in public mm-hmm. yeah yeah i always it reminds me of how people will i i hate those commercials where it'll have like hot girls like eating they don't do it so much anymore. oh the, the old all. carl jr commercials yes. yeah yeah or but in general too with like you know hot girls that will like be eating burgers the, talking, yeah the cheeseburgers like yeah and then <laughs> and I, I always think it's like hilarious. I, there's like an Amy Schumer sketch that is just like literally my favorite ever, where I think it's called One of the Dudes or something. And Amy Schumer is like problematic though. I know, but I know, but, but l- let's just put that out there so so that everyone aside. knows that we know. <laughs> putting this aside, um, where she plays on that thing where she's like hanging out with the guys and the guys are like yeah I love a girl that can eat and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and like but it's only guys th- but only if she's hot and thin right, right? only if only she's thin, thin. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like the whole cool girl trope yeah, like exactly. she's cool if she's thin and but you can't eat a burger if you're like oh, in a larger body in a larger but you body. can if you're thin it's like what, what? Like, yeah, yeah but that's but that's the whole thing yeah. and we should add that like this sort of um, these stereotypes and these biases and everything like that is only compounded if you are also it's like also and mm-hmm. a part of another marginalized section of people so people of color mm-hmm. um, disabled trans queer etc and so you know that community is that marginalized community already faces a lot of stuff already faces their own sort of stereotypes but if you add that plus being um, bad plus being bad like you know 
fat black women mm-hmm. are some of the most targeted yeah. um, and the most vulnerable mm-hmm. in our society. But nobody wants to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I Brianna Taylor. Yeah, we're talking about that. <laughs> okay. So there's a really interesting conversation about fat phobia versus thin privilege. And so you yeah. can think about thin privilege as really the reverse of what we talked about before. Thin yeah. privilege is being able to walk on an airplane and sit wherever you want and nobody notices. Mm-hmm. Thin privilege is being able to go to a restaurant and not worry about um, if the seats um, can hold you. Mm-hmm. Um, thin privilege is- Walking into a clothing store and knowing they'll have your size. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So- and Any with, clothing store. Any clothing store. And, and I mean, for, for those of you listening to this who identify as being in like a thin body if you actually take a moment like during Mm -hmm. your day to think about all the things that you do that would be different if you're in a larger body like Mm -hmm. it's pretty astounding like just thinking about like the looks and the stairs and the this and the that and um how much easier it is to like go about life Mm -hmm. in our society if you're thinner Mm -hmm. um so there is an instagram person she's not really an influencer but she started this conversation about um, what we're going to talk about and then it got just like totally like went totally viral totally viral <laughs> totally and, viral and very heated with um everyone's yeah because like, defensive it's it's out. such a good it's such a fucking like good thing like if you want to like if you want to see some like underbelly shit like yeah. look at scroll so her name is Rafaela mancuso um and that's like her ig name it's like rafella underscore mancuso so she identifies as um being in um a larger body she calls herself like small fat um Mm -hmm. which is like a whole other thing so so her thing her thing that she was talking about is thin white women are taking up too much space on body positivity on instagram and social media Mm -hmm. and like you know that whole thing and and taking the narrative and turning it into something that it's not yeah it's like okay so what does this mean so she's saying that we all follow i'm sure anyone listening to this can like will think of someone that they follow who does this so it's thin white women who pose with like their cellulite or or just even like a bikini or like well it's like a bikini picture yeah but they'll Mm -hmm. like they're highlighting cellulite or like love my role yeah or they're they'll like push their stomach out and then like zoom the camera in on like their belly yeah. and then it's like oh like i'm body positive with my you know yes i have that yes, yes i have cellulite. like yes i'm still a woman <laughs> yes i'm still deserving i, I am body positivity yeah. and so the argument is like oh my god like you're a thin, thin white, woman. <laughs> white woman who has never been discriminated against, has never been yeah. marginalized. And conveniently speaking, a lot of these pictures, which is like so ridiculous to me. So they'll do like a side by side of like, here's me posing where you can't see any yeah. of my fat and cellulite. And here's me where you can see a teaspoon of my fat when I mm-hmm. when I slouch over. And everyone's like, wow, you're such well, an inspiration. <laughs> I have this too. Thank you for speaking up. I yeah. never knew that I could be accepting of one piece of cellulite. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, for some for some women, like these things are helpful. And it's not like they're they don't do them with bad intent. But the problem is is that they monopolize the problem is that Rafaela and other creators who are in bigger bodies, and particularly those creators of color who are bigger bodies, mm-hmm. are saying 
you monopolize the engagement on Instagram and the brands and brands want to work with you because, and say that they're supportive of body positivity. Yeah, quote unquote body positivity when it's like your bo- their body is, is their, not... Their body is not discriminated against. against. They're not marginalized. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And on the inverse... Like, like a white woman in a size six is not body positivity. Yeah, because <laughs> like, like, on the inverse, fatter and darker bodies are not treated the same and yeah. are not as palatable or accepted by brands yeah. on Instagram for you know sponsorships and things like that and for like those folks to be creators versus mm-hmm. then white women are like, hey, I'm an influencer and like buy my stuff and I'm body positive. And so what does body positivity mean? The thing, the problem is, so body positivity is a, is a movement that was yeah. started by black women in larger bodies. In like the 60s. Yeah. Who, it's like a social justice issue. Yeah. It's we, we're not ashamed of our bodies anymore. We are going to be body, we're going to be. We're going to be positive towards our bodies. You can't. Um, use our bodies like as a weapon against us. Right. We are not going to try and conform our bodies to this like thin white ideal. Right. And we're not going to change. Like yeah. the, this is us. We like it. And you the can- idea that you cannot be body positive unless you are positive towards all bodies. So if you right. are saying that you're body positive but you think about fat people differently or you treat yourself if you gain weight Mm -hmm. differently or other people then you're sorry you're not body positive right like body positivity starts with the most marginalized group and that's the whole point of it is like we are only as strong as our weakest link and like Mm -hmm. certain people and certain bodies in particular black people and people of color in larger bodies are very poorly treated and that's where the movement started in the first place it's not self-love that's a very different yeah and and so that's the thing self-love is for everyone self-love is a feeling everyone can be can be can you know do hashtag self-love or like you know i support self-love whatever you want to call it self-love self-care um but to use the term body positivity and to brand yourself as a body positive it it means something different and it should mean something different it's the same like black lives matter is a movement it's not a saying it's not a feeling it's a movement yeah body positivity it would be like it would be like it would be like um um i'm trying to think you know like some like white yeah person you know taking a picture of themselves and being like and being like black Black lives Lives matter Matter. yes what like it's like and celebrities have been doing that and they get blasted for it yeah seriously because it's weird yeah Yeah, she posted a picture of like Like a naked yeah like a naked picture and and talking about brianna taylor and everyone's like no one wants to look at you when they're thinking about Brianna Taylor. This has yeah. nothing to do. This has with nothing it. to do with you and your thin white body. Yeah, exactly. So like, if you you know, and so it's like, like if you care getting about the black people Lives to make, the, make that connection. Yeah. yeah that if you care same. about the Black Lives Matter movement, then you would post bodies and people who are black and not mm-hmm. like showing like your. It's it, this is so funny. It's such a side off, but um, there's this like crazy Instagram account that I recently learned of called Turtle Creek. What is Turtle it? Turtle Creek Lane. <laughs> Literally, we could have like a whole episode on Twitter. Yeah, we do. Shout out to Very Harry Hill who like turned me on to it. Um, and the scrolling podcast. And the scrolling podcast. Um, and and she had this this uh, the most like off, just so um, what's the word like off color or like just cringe worthy 
um, post where she's a thin white she's southern thin, woman and so and with with just like six blonde children yeah and they're like beyond privileged and they, oh my god yeah and it's so yeah and she had a post with her family all of like all like eight of them yeah. and and blindly and please white. keep in mind that they have a person of color housekeeper yeah like, who she just, talks about often in yeah Englinda yeah and who just could not be more like plantation they're so tone deaf yeah. yeah oh my god yeah that was what I'm for tone deaf yeah so she had a she had a Black Lives Matter post that oh, was just no. a picture of her white family and oh it's like god. oh my god you are so tone deaf but it, that's the exact same thing as like a girl or a guy that's like you know um in a very accepted and like normalized and not discriminated against body being like i'm like body positivity except my body it's like everyone does Every, everyone body. does and that's the problem yeah. and especially with these like um side by side pictures like here's me when you see me and it looks like i doesn't have fat but when i turn to the side look there's a little bit of fat it's like look if i pull my yoga pants up you can't see anything yeah. isn't that crazy but look there's fat in there's <laughs> fat <laughs> like it's like this like nasty little like, <laughs> yeah. vermin it's like what? yeah exactly and 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 so the problem with those people is that like the the people who started the body positivity movement and everyone is and like Raffaello Mancuso who started this argument was talking about is like they it's it's not the same because they those people who are posting those before and after side by sides are able to show their fat when it is advantageous to them convenient and financially convenient yeah when Mm -hmm. they when when they can do it on instagram and get likes and get brands and get people say wow you're such a hero but when they go to the grocery store they can pull up their yoga pants and then they won't see that and even if they didn't pull up their yoga pants no one would look any no one would would look any other way because Mm -hmm. they're not living in a they're acting like they're living in a larger body And and they're not it's like okay you can still go on a plane even if you were like in a swimsuit or butt naked yeah. and people no one would bat an eye in terms of like oh i don't want this person to sit next to me yeah. oh my god mm-hmm. like you know they're gonna spill over on my seat like i you know all this other stuff and mm-hmm. and so that's kind of like the, the key of it and so like okay what can we do um to the women who are are part of the body positivity movement we can pass the mic we can make sure that their voices are being heard we can if if this is a conversation that you want to have on social media reach out to someone who is actually part of the real body positivity yeah. movement um and who self-identifies as that and be like hey like you know i love you know i have this huge platform i'd love to have a conversation with you i'd love to do an instagram live or like mm-hmm. let's take a picture um you know whatever it is like pass the mic like yeah. your voice as a thin white person or just a thin person Mm-hmm. in this um it doesn't need to be heard as much we don't as... need to see more pictures of like you know fucking emrata like you know it's oh, done. like i don't me. need to see more pictures kill me and oh my god that's a whole other topic about, about how she acts like she's such a social justice warrior yeah. on oh all god. things feminism and i'm like you are the reason why we're still 50 steps behind because mm-hmm. you won't stop taking pictures of your anorexic starved body yeah. and making it seem like it's it's normal or yeah. healthy <laughs> <laughs> okay um, so much. yes we hate her and then, and then also it's like acknowledge your thin privilege like yeah. like acknowledge it it's okay it doesn't mean you're a bad person to have i have thin privilege and oh, has that was thin, thin privilege yeah. we, i always have we both do and just because we acknowledge it um doesn't mean that we're like that phobic i don't know what like the reverse yeah. would be but it's, mm-hmm. it's just like yeah I, I i have it and it's important for me to check that and it's important for me to be an advocate when i see someone being treated differently who is in a bare body in public or, you know or whatever it is it's important for for me to recognize my thin privilege and do what i can to step in and prevent that or like we said pass the mic mm-hmm. like how can you use your thin privilege to others to to 
to other people's advantage. Yeah, to more marginalized people. Yeah, yeah. And and you can't do that if you're not aware of your own thin privilege in right. the first place. And yeah. you're not aware of your own internalized fatphobia. Exactly. Like it's all like related. It's all related. Yeah. Well, and too, it's like we've all did we've all like as a society like learned so much from how to sit with like uncomfortable things and like oh this is like my privilege and this is what I um how I have like subconsciously contributed to like racism during Mm -hmm. the Black Lives Matter movement and Mm -hmm. we can all use those skills that were like really in the spotlight for and still are but like for a minute we're like really really talked about in the spotlight Mm -hmm. and we can use it in this conversation too yeah Yeah. and I think there there was a phrase that was going around it was like oh progress not perfection yeah was the thing with Black Mm -hmm. Lives Matter movement like yeah you may say something wrong you may not get Mm -hmm. it right 100% of the time as like a white person trying to like be an advocate but at least try like it's important to to at least start somewhere mm-hmm. um and a lot of this which is really interesting is a lot of people are talking about this um there's a really awesome book about it called um fearing the black body by sabrina strings and there's an instagram account that's, that was talking a lot of people talk about this conversation but the one that i really like is it's called seeding sovereignty so body shaming and fat phobia and all that is also directly tied to colonialism Mm -hmm. and it's like what okay so and when you really think about it it makes total and complete effing sense um so prejudice based on weight is closely tied to ideas about race and class that Mm -hmm. was seeding sovereignty's post prejudice based on weight is closely tied to ideas about race and class so what it comes down to is that so a lot of times people will make this argument where they're like what do you mean like our country's not fat phobic remember in greek and roman times all the god statues all the women were like round and plump and (laughs) and it's like well yeah in those times so so there's like a pre-time so there there was a time when as um in white history that white um what people like white civilizations Mm -hmm. Being quote unquote fat, having fat on your body um, was a sign of wealth, Mm -hmm. um, was a sign of fear in a higher class, fertility, abundance. It was Mm -hmm. praised. It was a good thing. Like Mm -hmm. think about like Henry VIII. Like he was a fat man Mm -hmm. and everyone was like... Wow, look at him. Yeah, wow, look at him. He's he eating good. Everyone. He's killed <laughs> yeah. everyone. And everyone yeah, like, everyone wanted him. Yeah. Everyone, you know, yeah. and like a lot of the people in the court as well were like in sort of bigger bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 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 those in poverty were stick thin because yeah. they didn't have food. Yeah. So okay, it's like, well, what changed? Okay, so the the argument is that when Africa was becoming colonized in, you know, as early as honestly, like the 1400s and maybe even earlier, but in the, in around the time when it started to become the big thing of like European, white Europeans colonizing Africa, um, and there being more exposure to the African body by, um, white people in Europe. Um, it was all of a sudden things switched. Mm -hmm. So black, people in Africa not not all of them but but a lot of the ones were were in bigger bodies Mm -hmm. and so the idea is that then it was like this white Christian thing to then be like oh like us good white Christian women we show temperance and modesty and like these black quote-unquote savages are um you know show our um, what's what's gluttonous. the term? Are gluttonous and they show they show no restraint and they show no control with food and alcohol and sex and um, yeah. and they have no morals 
and you know like it, it was just a way to for like you know white evangelicals to distance themselves as much as possible and make it, and seem, to make it like, seem like they like black people were animals yes and white people were like were human. saviors yeah 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 and not even yeah like yeah. like weren't like that black people weren't even human they yeah. were like you know the term that's used for native americans too it's like savages yeah, and yeah, like yeah. oh look at them they, they don't even know what they're doing they're animals yeah, yeah. um and so and they were like oh we'll just pre- we'll just pretend it has to do with like how they're bought. like what it's like yeah. yeah and so as a result this idea of fat phobia and being scared of like having that body is tied to the idea of oh my gosh like um those people who are bigger and darker than us are like less than mm-hmm. so that's kind of like where the whole marginalization started and the idea that black and brown bodies are less than mm-hmm. not as good as white bodies and need to be eradicated um just google the book um fearing the black body and on yeah. the cover is just i mean it's just like the most perfect yeah. perfect representation of an old propaganda poster for slavery where there's a black woman and she has like a voluptuous curvy body and there's these white people that are like rail thin like pointing at it well and and, and the and the black woman on the cover is wearing like um like traditional headdress yeah and, like, like leaves yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. To, like to make it look like yeah, yeah no it's absurd um and so i think that's a whole other part of the movement is okay let's look at back at our history and the yeah. way that we've t- treated black people not just people say hope oh, we treat black people in this country we've always mm-hmm. as white people have treated black people in the history of our own history mm-hmm. you know because before like you know Annie and I were living in the U.S. and we're Americans. Like, our ancestors were living in Europe mm-hmm. and were, con- you know, involved yeah. in this, yeah. you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and were those people in the, in the 1500s who were like, hmm, those bodies are weird and different, yeah. you know? I mean, I don't know. Maybe our ancestors were. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I doubt that. I would hope that you what were those, like, two sisters I always remember learning about this in like Civil War history and stuff, or like or like you know pre pre Civil War, where it was like these two sisters that were like on like a rampage against like slavery, and they would like oh burn down shit. I know and exactly. So I would always be like, I hope I would have been like that. I like to think about like, but I'm like, yes, my family was those, you know. I'm like, yeah. I mean, like, hey, like you know, honestly, probably not. Probably like, not. Probably yeah, like, statistically, probably yeah. not. They were probably were like, uh, ah, yeah. you know. Um, and if you and and people are so touchy about this subject, the way it relates dire- directly. To to like how fat phobia relates to colonialism and the past history of white of white people mm-hmm. white Europeans like on this like seeding sovereignty post on Instagram that talks about this like all the comments are just trolls writing really? paragraphs like how dare you say this like you know what you're talking about Africa wasn't even colonized until blah 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 and like people just they 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 don't want to hear it they yeah. want to keep this image of I don't know, like, like why they want to hold on to being able to treat people differently because of their body and this idea. And they really, and it's also like, it's like you, it's like dude who's commenting, like she's not even saying that you're doing it. We're talking about like ancestors from like 500 years ago. Like why, like, why are you so butthurt (laughs) over like what people did 500 years ago? It's not, I mean, obviously the the guy doing this, it is related to him, but it's like, but it's still, it's like, well, no, my ancestors were never like that. And like white people are good. It's It's like, they probably a hundred percent were like that. Yeah. Yeah. They made you, if if you came out the other end, they a hundred percent were, they were like the ones like leading all the nastiness. So it's just like, people are so touchy about this, which is why it, it needs to be talked about yeah. to wrap up like after there's so much more of this conversation yeah, but like keep going for what minutes. can we do 
to overcome fat phobia or and to combat or internalize fat phobia of like you know fat phobia from other people as well as our own okay we can be on the lookout for it a Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to um internalize fat phobia within ourselves okay we can notice when we have these thoughts of like oh do i look fat in this or like oh Mm -hmm. i guess i should have a salad i guess why Why? like like if you want the burger have the burger like why what are you scared of you scared of getting fat and then Mm -hmm. you know and what does that mean and all that kind of stuff like raising your own awareness and like when you notice it realize it like hey you know whose thoughts work like this like hey i just had a fat phobic thought that doesn't align with my core values but like that's Mm -hmm. that's the sense of it be like hey like you know i don't like that thought that thought that thought didn't sit right with me Mm -hmm. and what Andy and I always talk about with thoughts with our clients and with ourselves is like um, a thought is just like a blip and Mm -hmm. you can choose to believe it or not and that's when it becomes like I don't know like real Mm -hmm. you know and like really like cemented in your brain versus just kind of like a firing of neurons and so if those neurons are firing and like you have that fat phobic thought and it's like okay you know you can choose whether or not to believe that you can Mm -hmm. choose whether or not to believe that you know your life would or you're not, or you can't. Like you're less of a person because you gain X amount right. of weight. Yeah. Okay. So, so some, and again, this is not, this is a marathon, not a race, you know, but here are just like some initial ways to start to do this work. So increase number one, your exposure to fat people. So if you're going to do this in real life, like, okay, how would I do this? If you're a manager, hire fat people, mm-hmm. you know, like don't Make it a point not to discriminate, mm-hmm. um, if which is totally a thing. A hundred, a thousand percent. Yeah. If you're on a plane, sit next to the fat person. Yeah. Like what I said, like, you, you know, make, them. make eye contact. If you're, it's like Southwest, yeah. you know, like make eye contact, you know, it's like, we all know we have to sit next to someone on Southwest. Yeah. It's like so. Mate, if you see you someone, cho- you 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 chose the gotta get away for six sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah. So like whatever, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. And, and even yeah, ugh, yeah totally. Yeah. And, you know, it's like be be a nice person. Don't mm-hmm. make these like face. Don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. Don't be a piece of shit. Um, if you're at a party, like talk to feet, talk to fat people. Don't like erase them. Don't mm-hmm. you know like pretend like they're not there. Like avoid having conversations. Which with is them. totally a thing yes. too. When like a lot of times, you know, I've I've heard at a bar women, or... yeah, women in larger bodies talk about like no oh, one them. well, I mean not only that, like it's it's not like if they're like they're there by themselves or something, but like when if they're talking with a group of like guys or something, like guys will not listen to anything they say. Won't even look them in the Ugh. eye because they, yeah. I hate men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another topic for yeah. Um, so how can so that's in real life. How can you do this online? So following fat positive accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, increase your exposure to fat bodies. Uh, they're hidden and we need to have more visual exposure to them to remind ourselves of their existence. So there's been an enormous amount of erasure of fat bodies. And um, we especially need- on Instagram, and it's a whole thing with the Instagram algorithm. The yeah. algorithm will show you more to follow of what you already follow. So if you yeah. follow a shit ton of white, thin white girls, yeah. and like if you like stop following thin white models, like yeah. it does nothing for you. Like if you're following Emrata right now, I want you to unfollow. Yeah. She is doing nothing for you. Yeah. Unfollow Emrata and go follow. Um, I am D- Danny Adriana. Gervais, um, Body Posy Panda, Body Posy Panda, Lizzo, Simone Mariposa. So many people, yeah. and 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 if you're like, oh, but then who else can I follow? Look at who they have conversations with. Look who they tag in their photos. Read their conversations. If you're like, oh, this is cool. I like this person that she tagged. Follow yeah. them. And the bird's papaya is not a fat positive account. That she, that was the number one account that this whole thing yeah. with 
um, Rafaela Mankiewicz. And she's great. About. And yeah. she's great. Like, and I like her too. And she's really smart and she has great content, but she is not a fat positive account. If she puts on jeans, you can't see her fat. Yeah. Like it's like end of story. Yeah. So how, and then, so that's in online. Um, oh no, backing up. So like online too, if you run an eating disorder account, show versatile bodies because yeah. the, again, like such a bigger topic for, for a different day, but there's so much discrimination within the eating disorder community around like what does an eating disorder body quote unquote look, look like. like. Yeah. Um, so showing and a lot of people of in bigger bodies don't get the treatment they deserve because either they don't think that they, um, are deserving of it because they're in a larger body and it's like, well, how can I have an eating disorder? You know, it's like everyone has an eating disorder is just like a skinny anorexic person yeah. and it's like you can be in a larger body and be anorexic. Like, oh, a thousand not, percent. And, mm-hmm. and uh, medical professionals and a lot of people in the eating disorder community don't agree with that. Yeah. And so like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and insurance companies more than anything. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you can um, fight this and do the work with your wallet. So capitalism speaks, money talks. Support brands um, with truly inclusive sizing. Extra large does not count yeah. as truly Those inclusive. are what are considered like straight sizes. Yeah. Um, so like small to extra large, it's a straight size. You can walk into any store and they have those. We're talking about um, like br- brands that have sizing specifically for um, fat bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so examples of this are Airy, Swimsuits for All, Thinks, Mod Cloth, Reb Dolls, and Dove. This stuff doesn't really do like clothes, but they show all bodies yeah. on their advertising. And how actually, like, you know, I'll give it up to Dove. Like, they've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, start to make the use of the word fat neutral in a descriptive way. Obviously, like we said before, make sure someone that is cool with this before you apply it to them. Like, um, hey, it's not your choice. Yeah, don't like walk. <laughs> if you're having a conversation with someone at a party about be like, yeah, this, like, how does it feel to be like in a fat body? Like, it's like, you know, that's not your place, obviously. Yeah. I can't believe I have to say that, but I've heard some crazy shit around this topic, so I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Otherwise, so instead of using the word overweight, you would say in a, in a larger body. Stop um, saying the word overweight. Yeah, and you notice that even in this conversation, like it's still really automatic for us too. We have to constantly. And if um, you get tripped up, you say and you say overweight, you catch yourself and you say over what weight? Yeah, and then exactly. you're like, and then it makes you think about it. You're yeah. like, yeah, you over what weight? Say in a larger body. Do the implicit bias test. It's free. It contributes to research through yeah. Harvard. Um, and there's I've taken I mean, that. It's really good. They have, a, they have a bunch of them. Like everything. But there is a there's a fat phobia one. Um, and it's, it's interesting. So, it's yeah. I mean, we will probably do another episode more about this. There's with, more like, about feminism. Like, feminism. And, like, there was something else. And what we talked about with, like, the eating disorder community. Yes. That was it. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll do more. But um, we this is just the beginning. This is just us kicking off our topics on fat phobia because... It has to be talked about, and it's not so. Yeah. Okay, so for our other shit portion, uh, we're going to talk about a topic that, honestly, most people can probably relate to. Insane neighbors. Insane neighbors, which I honestly, I haven't, I've lived in an apartment since I was a junior in college, and I've never had a problem with neighbors in, like, the, what, like, eight, ten years since then until... I moved to Los Angeles and then shit had the fan and it has been a horrendous experience since then. But that was like eight years of no problems and recently it's just been through the roof. You've, you've all, but you've only lived in LA and by yourself and, or, yeah. you know, out of the house and then, and you've always had weird shit, which yeah, is always. Too. So I don't know if it's an, I th- it's more, an LA thing. It's an LA thing. Like I've just, I've never, I mean, it's like a big else. city thing. It's weird ass people. I think. Okay, so tell the story of... I mean, I all my stuff is pretty tame. Like, all my stuff is just, like, the normal, just, like, that was weird. <laughs> like, You've had some weird ones, I mean, but... But yours from 
last week is like last week but i think the other one takes the cake whatever so um i'll just like i'll let you guys decide so <laughs> so 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 on fourth of july um what 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 it's, it's such a long story so my husband has a truck and um he was parking it in like our parking spot and which is in the back of their apartment complex and if you know these in LA like they're small spots oh they're tiny right like because you're trying to pack as many people in as yeah. possible I yeah. mean you can fit a car in there but they're all small but there's but that small. can fit his mid-sized truck in it oh easily yeah. um and then <laughs> basically what happened was he overheard our neighbor who was like screaming and shouting about how like this these people in their car da 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 because she hit a pole because she couldn't um she claimed she couldn't fit into her spot as she was like turning and she hit the pole that's on the other side not near zach's car yeah and she was like this is your fault because you're taking up too much space and then it's like no he's a shit driver and he was like no and what he said that what really (laughs) kicked it off was it's not my fault if you hit a stationary object and then which is true um because she was saying she was like well insurance you know we could come after you and zach was like good luck because an insurance company is not like you'll you will never win yeah. an insurance argument when you hit a stationary object that, like, it that just was nowhere matter. near my car but even if it was no but even if it was you were yeah. then you have eyeballs and you yeah. hit it like, like <laughs> yeah. that's your fault okay so then she loses her fucking mind that just made it, so it was bad. like i've never it was like one of those true moments where like the word triggered like yeah. actually like you know really actually fits here blew through the roof started running around pretending like she was going to assault him her boyfriend was like half like how old is she she's i don't probably 23 22 23 or something like that and they smoke weed all day every day which is like i'm like okay if you're this angry like while you're high, what are you like? And they're high 24 7. So I'm like, you must have can, like the most anger problems yeah. ever. Um, that like even that much 24 7 weed cannot subdue you. Cannot subdue, cannot subdue, it. subdue the beast. Yeah, it cannot subdue it. Like, and we've never had a problem before them before. before so this. she starts running around. And she's what, running what, around. She's she was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, she's saying, like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. She was you. like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. She was like, don't talk to me like I'm a moron. You're a fucking asshole. She's like, I could put a needle in your truck right now and your tire. Like, just oh, going crazy. Yeah. And then um, she was like, and then Zach was like, hey, look, like, I'm pretty sure if we just, you know, divide up like the parking spots it'll be in down right straight down the middle and then sure enough yeah because he's trying to show i was in my spot I was in my like spot what do you want me to do and then so he he uh, that he measured it out which which is another like hilarious thing he was like he was like okay so he was like it's like this many feet and he was like divided by two and they, and he was like so that would be and he like was waiting for that guy because <laughs> he, he did it in his head Zach did it in his head when he was like i just want to see you like at this point. oh my god and the, the guy just sit there was like mm. My <laughs> Zach like, um, was like fifteen divided by two, oh and the guy was God. like, um. and then so sure enough, when they divided it up, it he was like totally in a space and it was totally fine. But like the fact that they got this fucking mad, well, and she had her boyfriend come down and like pretend to like hold her back, to hold her back because of while she's running around screaming like a crazy person, and then people were like coming out of their apartments. It was like yeah. so beyond. So then, so that, that and scre- like like screaming like I'm gonna fucking kill you. Oh, and on, also not on, wearing masks. On a, oh yeah, on, <laughs> on, a, on the fourth of July. On the fourth of July, <laughs> on an afternoon, not wearing masks. Yeah, seriously. And then over a parking spot. And then she, um, and then so then it doesn't stop there. So that happened, and we were like. Like, wow, I guess they're like literally fucking crazy. Like, okay, yeah, because so, you guys like went back in, into 
you know, it's like you guys after Zach and the boyfriend measured out the spots. Yeah, well, because then she they like went back in well, time because she kept coming out and she kept like and then she would like start screaming again and running around and Zach eventually was like he was like you're not helping can you go away <laughs> and then that like, like, like and then, and then she, did she run in here like bang on the walls? Well, yeah, once once it would, yeah she ran inside and started like banging on the walls the like, wall that joins yeah the both of the, the both of y'all's apartments. like it was just like it, like just like acting like a like an animal just like an yeah like, yeah, a, like a lunatic like a lunatic just I cannot tell you and she's like on the phone with someone oh, screaming screaming the whole time i'm so upset i didn't record it oh and then i just my worst my, my my biggest flaw ever and then um and then and then hours later and this was so this was fourth of july <laughs> so then i come so, over yeah, and, and we're doing my laundry so we're going in and out of the apartment and then we and the way their, the way their apartment is laid out annie and zach's is like the door is like there's it's like half of it's like half a window like so it's a huge window on the door and you can see our entire balcony leading up to which they share with these people so you can see if someone's like walking up to our front door yeah basically from a mile away right um and we're in we were in the living room the entire time except for like five minutes we were in the kitchen but and there's no so basically what ends up happening is we open up the door to go like change the laundry and then there's like there's a note like pinned to the door and it's like the rantings and ravings of a a crazy person it's like pieces of the lease torn out that she's like highlighted but about the parking spot but then there was a whole page where it was just like there was no words but there were highlights no i know yeah i I, it's like her printer ran out of ink and there was nothing left (laughs) there was she just highlighted it still highlighting like in random areas well it was like and it was ripped i mean like 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 i mean it just looked up like a mess yeah, plus like, like a handwritten note that was like chicken scratch of like it was like you need to learn how to talk to women and oh yeah like, as if uh, while she was running around saying i'm gonna fucking kill i'm gonna you, fucking and, like, kill you and, like pretend yeah. so we like to imagine that to avoid being seen she crawled on hands and she feet had to have to like put this on the door unless and crawl she, away unless it was within the five minutes we were in the kitchen which i just there's no way like, i think there's she no crawled. way within an hour she crawled. and a half like she happened to come in the five minutes where there was a kitchen because i opened because there's no way we would have seen her. So I think she crawled on her little hands the and knees up to, to like door. tape it on there, and, and then, then crawled away. <laughs> we just and then um, so then that happened. We were like, oh my god! And then we all decided like I wanted to like go tape it back on her door, but then Zach was like, no, don't escalate it. And I was like, yeah, good idea. Yeah. And then we just saved it because we were like, cool. Thank you for evidence of your like your little of craziness. your craziness. So, so then, like, then so then like on, so then Monday rolls around and they still haven't like and they can't let it go because clearly they can't because they're keep they're continuing to like leave notes on our door well they well, shit. and and that's like classic people like this they can't let it go because they want you to match their energy of crazy so they can and, feel justified yeah and then yeah. you and zach didn't you just like we were like please go away we yeah you're like go stop. away yeah, this and then like, like you like, didn't do something with the note and you didn't come and like yeah like confront them about yeah exactly it. yeah yeah she's like oh well um. <laughs> so then apparently they called um like the landlord like seven times like on fourth of july evening like on a saturday evening again like do you have a life like, like, like weird go, messages. we're leaving like weird rambling messages and so he comes out on monday and i can overhear their entire conversation because it's right below like our window and but like, it was just the boyfriend right but it was just the boyfriend because she was too much of a uh like a baby baby to even come down stairs and he is like saying he's like oh yeah well i don't know if you should like evict them or something like that and i'm like what and so of course the landlord like calls me and he's like hey like it looks like and then the whole time he's like hey man like they're in their spot like i don't know what like yeah he can see yeah he was like this isn't a big car it's just a mid-sized truck it's not an escalade and and even if it was they can park there if they want to and then i come down and he's like 
and I was like, oh, I was like, hey, I was like, just wanted to make sure they let you know about, um, you know, the part where they were like threatening to kill um, him and, and, and the know, she's pretending to assault him. And the landlord was like, what? He was like, excuse me? And the, and the boyfriend was like, oh, well, he was like, I guess we, things got a little heated, but I really <laughs> felt if, you know, he had treated my girlfriend with a little more empathy for her situation. And I'm like, dude, like, he's not married to your girlfriend. Like, he doesn't owe her empathy. He doesn't... Like, she hits a pole and he's also right like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're right. My truck is so big. It shouldn't have been there. I guess I shouldn't park here. Because that was actually... At the end of the day, it was a whole thing. They were like, you just shouldn't be able to park your car here. So that's one... That's one example of crazy neighbors. I actually well, and then like at the end of it, like the landlord was totally on oh, yeah. your side. Oh yeah, and he was like, he's like, people are crazy. Like, yeah, he called later, crazy. and he's yeah. like, these people are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he knows. Oh, and my favorite thing was that um, while she was yelling at Zach, she um, she was like, she was like, this is why your wife. She was like, this is why your wife yells at you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn right, bitch. And I was like, you're about to hear all my shit. Too. I know that killed me. Afterwards, yeah. I was like, Annie, aren't you embarrassed? I'd be like mortified. Annie, Annie was like, no, I'm just gonna yell. Louder next time. Louder. <laughs> I just love that she said yeah, that. She's, she's been like listening to your argument. She's like, that's what your wife yells at you then, all the time. I know. And then that was honestly the thing that gave me the most pause because, like, yeah, Zach and I argue, but like, really, honestly, not that often. Right. And like, and I was, why are you so obsessed with us? Well, see, so I mean, then I kept thinking, I was like, what arguments have we had that have like been like that, like loud? I wonder if she just hears you like calling him from the kitchen. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, I think she thinks like, because I'm a pretty, I'm, I tend, I am a loud person, so yeah. I think that like when she thinks, so I'll be like, hey, like, you know, clean up your shit or something like that. Then, yeah. she'll, then she thinks we're like whatever, yeah, like at each other. Or, or, or like, like if you're in there, like, hey, can you come look at this? And she's yeah, like, yeah. oh my god. They're just like so. We're so chill. We just smoke weed. We're just so chill. (laughs) chill. Except when we run around saying we're gonna fucking kill our neighbors (laughs) and then leave crazy person notes. um, Crazy people. Um, But I actually think I think that neighbor incident is actually less. It is less crazy in theory. In theory, it was. It's crazy because it's targeted towards this. This one was targeted towards me. That's why it was crazy, and they wouldn't leave us alone. It was like a three day extravaganza of just like leaving notes, yelling at us, banging on our and banging on the walls. Um, but so this other one, thank God these people are gone. They, they were, this was like the, the dual end. So we used to live above these weird ass people that, um, and, and it's so ironic too, because everyone else like in like the couple of like, like buildings, cause it's kind of like houses that are divided up into like apartments and everyone else is so chill yeah. around here but we got we were we we're above and um, next, next to, to the, the craziest people i'm like why is everyone else normal and we got stuck with the most craziest people next to us so and and below us so before our neighbors below us in the middle of the night it was like a tuesday evening like a t- no in the middle of like like two like probably midnight when I like woke up and to hear just like screaming, like beyond yeah. screaming, like just, and then it started to escalate to like things being thrown around. Yeah. Like you can like hear that. You can hear that for sure. And like it just goes to show how like heavy of a sleeper I am. That like when I I woke up yeah. and I was like I I was like oh fuck we have to call the police because it was like that loud. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I think it's like, you know, it sounded like domestic violence, or like drugs, or something yeah, was like involved. not, like, fucked up. Like, something, like, very, like, escalated was happening, so, but, like, there was already, like, 17 people outside, yeah. and then, like, they had already, the police were, like, coming by the time right. I pulled yeah. I was like, this is how heavy of sleep, and they're right so, below us. So you, like, went downstairs? So, no, I just opened my window, because I was, like, oh, right. I was, like, listening, and I can see, like, below, like, where, yeah. like, they're, where their kind of, like, doors, if, um, like, I look out, like, our bedroom window, and... The, so like eight police officers like show up so it's like a girl screaming at a guy it's a girl screaming at a guy 
and like did you hear what they were yelling or was no it, like it was incoherent? like muffled it was totally incoherent muffled they it sounded like they were both yelling but she was like way more yelling and just shit was being thrown too and it was just it was so loud and it was really disturbing and then the police show and up and the police show up and there's like eight of them that show up and they like and they could you could hear from the street like how loud it was and they just like come inside you know they like knock yeah. on the door and just like blew the door and like came inside and you could hear more yelling they're like they're like put it down put it down and like she's yelling back and like <laughs> and then it goes silent for a minute and I was like oh I was like oh my god it's done and I was like thank god this and is it, my favorite part and it was silent. and it goes silent and th- 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 and keep in mind there's the two of them inside and there's probably at this point two offers that decided like six inside their apartment it goes quiet and then all of a sudden i hear boom 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 like, like the, the pit, like the pitter patter of someone like feet running of feet running so silence silence and i hear one police officer go no <laughs> and she jumps through we have these huge windows on in our a complex they're like floor to ceiling windows yeah. she jumped through a window on their body. I mean, it's story. street level, but she like her. She crashed her body. She hurled hurled her body. She it was a running. It sounded like she started on one side. Of the <laughs> how long the pitter patter, the boom 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 happened? It was from one side, <laughs> side of, of the, the apartment yeah, all the way to and gaining speed, gaining speed, and jumped like cannonball style through the window as if in a way to escape the police i mean she was must have been like tripping oh she was like she was she saw that she was like on the edge of a cliff gonna run off a waterfall seriously like i'll escape so she hurls herself through the window and you, you could see her like as she came through the other side from you oh i'll never forget it <laughs> the, the, the image is literally implanted in my brain because she was butt naked she was <laughs> she was literally butt naked she was wearing a bra i'll take that back she was but no underwear nothing else okay oh my and god then, you know, i was like wear underwear and not a bra yes yeah. she was like let's see your butt and vagina so she yeah, if you had to pick one yeah so she, so and then like it's also like why are you naked like what happened like again it's <laughs> how long have you been running like, around the house with officers here just like badass naked yeah, can you this did you like put on a bra when they came yeah. okay so she crashes through the so window she crashes through the window and then she's obviously like down for the count for a minute she's like on the ground right she's on the ground oh sh- glass shattered everywhere keep in mind that like i'm watching this from our above window <laughs> I'm gl- I'm glued. My face, you couldn't rip it from the window if you tried. I can't pull my body away. This is like the most intense thing I've ever seen. Zach hasn't gotten out of bed. He's literally sitting there and he's just like looking at this. He's like, what? And I'm like, Zach, just our entire like you're like a cat there's like 10 other neighbors that are like out on their porches and balconies like in their windows like looking to like everyone's out on the street so then she crashes through and then immediately like a dime turns and then she turns into oh no you're being mean to me and she's like don't touch me don't touch me i'm scared oh yeah oh yeah and then did the boyfriend come out and the boyfriend and she was like i'm scared she was like save me and then and then and then and then the police officers were like they told the boyfriend they're like go get a fucking towel like we're gonna cover her she's butt-ass fucking naked and also like there's glass everywhere and bleeding and then 
And then she, they're trying to like put the towel on her and she's like screaming. She's like, don't touch me. They're trying to, they're trying to molest me and like all this stuff. And the kind of officers are like, ma'am, we're, we're, we're trying to cover you. <laughs> and weren't the, all the officers women? Yeah. The ones that were covering her were women too. Like she, it was just so <laughs> Not, ridiculous. not that, not that that doesn't mean you can't be molested. Yeah. But no, yes, but okay. in that situation we were all sitting, it was like, we have we're 47 all like, witnesses <laughs> that are all saying like, please cover up your like butthole. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, um, so then it's like this whole thing they're trying to get pants on her she won't let them put pants on her and meanwhile like there's just glass everywhere I mean it's a it's a floor to ceiling enormous window that she yeah. jumped through so eventually they took her away oh yeah they handcuffs and everything they took her away and I'm like oh my I mean, god she's okay. insane it's she has over. to go oh yeah she was on I, some cocktail of drugs who no, no idea like something you know probably meth and then which is so bizarre because we live in like a nice neighborhood. I'm like, meth can affect anywhere. It is. Yeah, we know this from West Hollywood. Yeah, West Hollywood is like meth the is meth. big in the LGBT yeah. community. More on that later. Yeah. Um. So she. Um, so so she's carted away, and you're like, ah, oh, some peace. Like, okay. Yeah. So that was like a 45 minute episode. That again, this is like the middle of the night. I have to like work tomorrow, and then an hour later, a van rolls up. <laughs> By this point, it's probably 2:30 in the morning. It's still dark out. Oh, completely. And starts to um, do construction. <laughs> on, the, on the broken window On the area. broken window. So they're sweeping it up. And then he starts cutting wood. <laughs> and it's like, the window. and I was like, this? I mean, it was like immediate though. It was like, a, how did that happen? It was creepy. It yeah, was like, that what? he like knew someone who could fix a window like that. Well, and because, uh, yeah, I was like, what are you hiding in this it's place? So weird. It was really creepy. And then I don't know why I didn't call the police because I should have. I'd be like, hey, can you get back here? Because they're doing construction at 2.30 in the morning and like, we, this needs to yeah. stop. But nailing, nailing, like yeah. they literally installed in yeah a because, new because by the time you were in the morning, yeah, like, it was completely gone. <laughs> it was completely, <laughs> there was, I was, there like, was no evidence. Yeah, there <laughs> was like there was like a little bit of dust, yeah. like of like glass dust <laughs> in the concrete, and I was like looking around because of course the next day I like got up and I like went down to like you know see the damage, and I was like oh my god, I was like did this happen? Like is am I dreaming this? But it, it there was like it was like stuccoed in, so I was like okay, I'm not crazy. But yeah, that is my it's crazy. So, it's so crazy. It's beyond. Yeah. So never had a problem with neighbors until moving. Until now, and now you've had two crazy experiences. Yeah, it's so I don't funny. Think, have you had any like absolutely insane ones? No, I don't think so. I think the only crazy ones are like with where I live right now, there's like an Airbnb next door yeah. and it's, um, it gets rented out as like this huge party house. So there's been like insane, um, like parties that, it's like, okay. it's like, I don't like calling the police, but like, if it's like 1am, like you well, guys, there was one time, when no, there was one time you wouldn't fucking believe there were hundreds of people at this yeah. house and it's right next to my window. Um, it's like, cause I'm in the guest house and it's elevated and I'm, I'm, I didn't, there was like, and things it, were breaking. Yes. Too. And yeah. like, my thing is right next to my windows in my living room overlook their pool yeah. and all that's in between. It's not a wall. It's just like Hedges. shrubs. Yeah. And so I can hear everything when they're being like exorb. I mean, I can hear everything when people are talking back there, but like, you know, all my windows were closed. It was so uh, like shaking the walls then. Well, it was hundreds of people at 3am. Like it was like, Oh my God, it was yeah. insane. It was yeah. insane. And then like, I definitely heard something shatter and then I heard it was like there, there was like a moment of silence and then I heard this huge glass break and then a bunch of people go oh <laughs> and like that's when I called the police because like this is crazy um and then I had another there was another incident like a couple weeks ago when when I came home and then there was like this crazy girl running around because there was another party that was there yeah. and then um so, she was like claiming that like someone stole her shoes. Yeah, she's like they stole my shoes. They're in that house, like they're pimps, and they stole my shoes and my we and my way. And I was like, well, like, 
and she like wanted me to help her and like I mean there were hundreds or not there were dozens of people out there and the police and she kept like I was like I'm going inside like I can't, yeah, I can't. Um, and then they found her shoes and then someone one of the neighbors found they, her they shoes. found her <laughs> shoes next day she was running around the whole street screaming where are my shoes where are my shoes they were like they in, stole them she was like they're they were like in the lawn the whole time but she was jumping I guess she was like I, I heard her when I was back inside. I, I was, like, listening to her screaming on the street. And the police officers weren't doing anything. I think this was a couple weeks ago, and I think they didn't want to escalate anything, given, yeah. like, Black Lives Matter stuff and, like, police. So they were being, like, extra cautious. But eventually she was like, arrest me, arrest me. <laughs> and I was like, what? Just I mean, she'd been out there for, like, two hours yeah, running around. Home. It's like, just go home. Yeah. Like, you got yourself arrested. Yeah. By eight, she was, like, begging. She was like, please arrest me. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. And then I guess she jumped on top of the cop car, and that's – and, like, was on, like, the roof of it, like, screaming. And then that's eventually when they're like, all right, we'll arrest you now. <laughs> you got your wish. So, yeah, that's it. That's the craziest one. It's just, like, there's been, like, some just, like, weird people and then police encounters. And then it's, like, all silence. And, then it's all <laughs> and you're like, did that really happen? Yeah, I always say that it's like, oh, I guess did that neighbor really stuff happen. is Neighbor stuff is so crazy. Yeah, it is. Because people are, people are crazy. That is yeah. the moral of the story of that I will never not... People are crazy. People are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you really get a view of that when you live next to them. <laughs> okay, guys, that does it for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us five stars and let us know what you enjoyed about it. It helps so much. Follow us on Instagram at the Inner Gem. That's T H E I N N E R G E M. Feel free to DM us anytime with questions or suggestions. Um, and you can find us on our website at gemmed, G-E-M-M-E-D dot N-G-O. And just a quick disclaimer that yes, I am a therapist, but no, I'm not your therapist. So please take everything we said today with a grain of salt. And if you feel that you need help, reach out to an individualized professional. Thank you. Thank you.